and welcome to another episode of the Sharing Time Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Sean Rapier. I am the other host, Ken Craig. Yes, Ken. I'm so glad. We have such a fun topic tonight. Uh, we are going to be talking about that most wondrous thing, summertime. <sighs> And I'm fairly certain it's been about four and a half years since our last summer. So <laughs> feels like at least it. that is what it feels like, yeah. right? Holy cow. Yeah. We had quite, you know, last summer was when we were really in the throes of, yeah. of that was the uh, year the without pandemic. a summer, right? It, was, it really was. Yeah. It was hot outside, but you couldn't go outside. Yeah, no. <laughs> and you definitely couldn't go see someone else. Not without being shamed. <laughs> and it was really hot and you know what i like to do when it's really hot put on a mask <laughs> that's what i enjoy when it's already 97 degrees and uh the heat is just pounding yeah i like to put on a yeah. mask that re- further restricts my breathing i'm a big fan so so ken i'm going to start off with a question that i came up with when i was a young child i don't remember what inspired it but what do you do in the summertime when all the world is green well i Sit by a stream and I <laughs> lazily dream. <laughs> oh. uh, summer is definitely. Oh, uh, I was thinking about this early. Everything water for me. Like growing up in Southern California, we went to yeah. the beach constantly. Uh, my dad, when I was seven, he bought a ski boat, and so mm. that was a thing our family did several times a summer. We went out and water skied on water skiing trips. You know, three or four days at a time. And um, so, yeah, so the beach, lake, and then pools. Go, yeah. You always went over to your friend's house to swim. And uh, and Raging Waters in San Dimas. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, anything anything water-related was... I, I swear, a day at the beach felt like the entire summer in one day. It was just... At time stood still, and it was just... I loved it. So that was... Yeah, for me, the, the summer is constantly going to something with water. That you? is awesome. How about you? Well, first of all, I just uh, we need to say hello to Paul Felshaw. Hello, Paul. Paul sent us the nicest message, and I apologize, Paul, that I haven't been able to write back to you. I have written back to you, but it's in the drafts. This is who <laughs> I shared his message. So, Paul, we are so glad you're here. Thank you, Thank Paul. you, Paul, for your kind words and for joining us. We really appreciate it. Um, what do I do? You know, water, same thing. So... We grew up with a boat. Um, we always had a ski boat. Every other year, we would go up to Lake Shasta up in Northern California. And uh, my dad's best friend, who at one point ended up being an area authority down in Southern California, yeah. but uh, their family and our family, every other year, we'd go to Shasta. We'd rent a uh, houseboat. We had a couple of wave runners, a couple of ski boats up uh-huh. there. And it was just so, so fun. Um, but yeah, so a lot of water. Now my family, um, my wife's family has a place up on Bear Lake. Uh-huh. And so we like to go there for 4th of July and spend some time. I have a couple of wave runners that I love. It's one of my favorite things in the world. There's something about getting on a wave runner. You know, boats are really fun when you're doing something. <laughs> right. <laughs> when you take out seven people and all of them want to ski one at a time and five of them aren't very good and it's really hot out yeah, and it's kind of bright, that, yeah. can, that can turn into a long day. My, my father always said, and it's an old saying I've heard many times, but my father always said, the two greatest days in a man's life are the day the man buys a boat and the day he sells it. <laughs> yeah. Those are the two greatest days. Yeah. And so we have had, we have these, 
we have Sea-Doo's, and they're the big... One of them is a Wake Pro, which is designed to pull wakeboarders and wake skaters. Like, oh, okay. it's super powerful. It's 12 feet long. It's turbo. It's really, really cool. It'll go over 50 miles an hour on the water. Oh, wow. It's a very fun machine. However, uh, we loaned it to some neighbors, and they took it out to Powell, and there was a defect in it. This thing had, like, six hours on it, and it sank. Oh, no. <laughs> Are you Yes, and they felt terrible. I'm trying terrible. to imagine. Yeah, I'm trying to imagine their. They felt terrible. Well, we can't go home. But I felt bad for them. Now they yeah. had, they had borrowed both of our our CDUs, and so anyway, I I took it in, and the CDU dealership fought me on it, saying, "Oh, you guys must have done it." No, we didn't get into the motor and cut part of it. What are you talking about? Yeah. So fortunately, the warranty covered it. Then we used it a few more times. It was great. Then my neighbor said, okay, can we take another run at taking them up to Pal? These are dear friends of ours. I said, of course. I feel so bad. They came back and I said, please tell me everything went smoothly. Because they hadn't called me or anything. And he goes, I'm so sorry. And he gave me a big Ziploc bag that was filled with broken up parts of an engine. <laughs> what? Broken motor pieces he handed to me. Oh. And... Oh. I just about cried. I felt so bad for our friends. and Former I, friends. And I took these. <laughs> oh yeah. And well, and he was like, did we, we didn't do any, Sean, we just were. Oh, I'm sure. He's yeah. like one of our, yeah. one of our sons was riding it and all of a sudden. So what had happened was because of the submersion, they hadn't caught it, but uh, it had thrown a rod. Oh. And so it had, it had thrown a rod through the motor $8,000 to replace the entire motor. Fortunately, even though it was out of warranty because the damage was done during the original incident, they yeah. haven't caught it. So I now have a Sea-Doo sitting out there with a brand new motor in it. <laughs> so I'm very excited. Yeah. Very excited yeah. To, to do that. A uh, couple of comments, and I know I thought it when you said San Dimas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mark says, Ken, we're Bill and Ted there in San Dimas. That's what San Dimas is known for. That's right. But it's also known for uh, Paul Felshaw says, thank you, yay, San Dimas. I grew up in San Dimas. Oh, all right, Paul. Hey, Paul, that's yeah, pretty cool, Yeah, we would go man. every summer. We'd head to Raging Waters in San Dimas. Yeah, dude, that is the most quintessentially California sentence. <laughs> Raging waters in San Dimas. Every you'd, summer. You'd hit the Circle K. That's right. You'd get a glass. Something was afoot. Yeah. <laughs> you'd get a glass bottle of Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so water definitely is a uh, thing now. So now what about with, with your own family? Do you have a summer thing? Um, we, yeah, we've talked about this before. We've done uh, cross country road trips. My gosh. We do these. I feel like I've been on them with you. (laughs) For our listeners who have, who do not follow Ken on social media, you should follow it if for nothing else, just for this. Ken, tell us what you guys do when you're road tripping with your massive family. Well, in your massive van, by the way. This, yes, this 12 passenger van has made three trips across this country of ours and back. And, uh, you know, we've got eight kids, and um, and now they're getting married, and so uh, the numbers are going up. And, you know, you, you do something to keep everybody entertained, and uh, so we do these big uh, lip syncs in our car while we're traveling, and we'll share them on social media as we... As we go across the country, and it's fun. It's uh, but they are choreographed. Like yeah. the camera gets past at just the right time. Yeah. People are ducking their heads in and out. Yeah, 
you know, when it's day three and you're still in Texas, <laughs> <laughs> there's time for chore- for choreography. But, you know, that's that's a big thing that our fa- which is funny. I mean, Katie, Katie's family, her parents' families were are here in Utah, but her parents had moved out to Pennsylvania and uh, and Kentucky. So growing up, they would sometimes make trips to see family. But it wasn't like we got married thinking that's what we're going to do is big cross country trips. But that kind of became a thing. And so that's that is a big thing that we do is uh, is these big trips. Go see the country. Go see places we've never been. And how many days would you go? A couple weeks, usually two to three weeks. Yeah, I I don't think I've ever taken more than a week of vacation at a time. Yeah, my job. I don't think I could. I yeah. There were t- well, it started. The first time we did it, I I stocked up some uh, some vacation days. The second time, I was in between. I was in between jobs. I had quit one and hadn't started the next one yet, and mm. so I had the the time. And then uh, and then the third one we did was um, yeah, it was again. I had the I had the days, and I had to check with my with the owners and be like, hey, I'm I have the days, but also I'm going to use them all at once. Is that okay? Yeah. And I'll have my phone and my laptop if you need me for mm. meetings or whatever, and so I make myself available. But um, but no, we've we've. How far did it. you go? How far east? We did have you gone go? all the way to Boston and back. Boston and back. And then one time we went to Florida and back, so it kind of covered the. My gosh, southern. Ken! And then we went to Ohio and back, so uh, or to Chicago and back. No, I get further. Ohio was further, so yeah. So yeah. is the drive back like let's just get home? You know what? Or are you it stopping never, all the way? No, yeah, we stop. I have never felt like this needs to end. I mean, I feel in your head you're like, there's a lot of things that are not pausing <laughs> while we've been gone. Like life is still, yeah. Like there's things piling up, especially at work that I'm going to need to get to. But it's never been like I'm sick of being in a car with these people. It's never. It's just been a really good time. I've loved so, it. So let's be clear. Ken drove the 12-passenger van with a gaggle of children <laughs> through Manhattan. Yeah, You drove right. through Manhattan, Ken. <laughs> yeah. I have never rocked middle age harder <laughs> than when I <laughs> drove my 12-passenger. And the thing is, I had drove through a lot of Manhattan because every garage that I pulled up to to park, they're like, nope. <laughs> like, keep keep, keep on going. I'm like, no, I, I reserved a spot here. They're like, yeah, no. no. Yeah, we're not- I finally found an unmanned self-parking garage, and I barely squeezed uh, through there. So, yeah. Parking yeah. in Manhattan is tricky. I've yeah. I've been there. I've I've only taken a car there probably four or five times. But, uh, you know, I've parked at those places where they lift your car up. You know, they have the elevator yeah, that lifts yeah. your car up so they can park another car under it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty great. Do you have plans for this summer? No. Um, we have a wedding. Oh, yeah. Uh, so uh, Talk about this wedding. Like, where is it? Is it going to be at the park again? <laughs> no, it is going to be in Mapleton. I mean, the reception mm-hmm. will be. They're getting married in the Payson Temple. And then... Uh, and right now it's, you know, it's still limited to who can be there in the temple. So we're kind of, um, Katie and I will be there. <laughs> you were invited. You made the cut. Yeah. But it's what we're like, that's who knows in the next month, things are really opening. So who knows? Yeah. But the reception's outdoor. Um, some friends of ours have a really big, uh, yard and they were like, and at the time my, my son was looking, they were like, we're not sure what kind of restrictions are in place, but here's some friends who are saying, no, you can. You can do it here. It's outdoor. So it'll be in Mapleton. Beautiful. And, uh, yeah. So we're excited. This is Garen and uh, his fiance, Caddy. 
And um, so yeah. we're doing that. We are we are going to go down to St. George for uh, a week. And we're going to do a family reunion up at Bear Lake, which we've never been to. Which I know you're there all the time. But we're, we've never we're at been Bear Lake there. all the time. Yeah. So. So we're we're getting in some trip, but nothing cross just timing wise, it wasn't going to work this summer. So, mm. so a couple of a couple of uh, comments. Paul Felshaw going on the trend. The only thing filmed in San Dimas on Bill and Ted's is the Circle K. <laughs> oh. Bill and Ted put us on the map. I didn't know that that was the actual Circle K. And Amanda Lee Johnson says uh, that's where I just got married at the Circle K. At the Circle K in San Dimas. <laughs> Amanda. I assume she means the Payson Temple. Congratulations, I, Yeah, Amanda. I assume she means... And by the way, uh, Amanda, what an adorable photo of you guys. It looks like you're in front of the temple. It's a very small photo. But uh, congratulations, Amanda. Yeah, I can't see it. My eyesight's Th- going That here, is but... beautiful. <laughs> Do you need me to hold that? Can? <laughs> yeah, I can, just... I can hold Amanda. it back. That's how I look at my phone all the time now. <laughs> Arm's length is the only way I can read darn near anything well amanda that but is congratulations just amanda so, yeah we have uh so we are this july we are going to hawaii oh awesome place you used to live yeah uh but yeah we're heading to hawaii so here's one of the strangest things my wife has been to maui she has been to the big island she's been to Kauai twice Never been to Oahu. You're kidding. <laughs> Is that amazing? Yeah. Yeah. So I've been to Oahu twice, but uh, yeah, not since we got married. The last time I was in, in, in Oahu, oh, in fact, I no, I've only been to Oahu once. I've been to Oahu once. I've been to Maui three times. I've been oh, to the wow. Big Island. Yeah. I've been to Kauai, but They're yeah. all great. I yeah. Mean, but uh, so I, so my, my son, Keaton, we don't think he's going to have a next summer. He turns uh, 18 in November. Oh, he's my. planning on putting in his papers in February. He's like, I'm hoping to go, like, graduate and go. Yeah. And so this is it. This summer could be it for us. And so I said, well, let's go to Hawaii. We invited our other son, Miles. He's going to go with us. But I wanted Vanessa to be able to do... Waikiki Beach, yeah. Pearl Harbor, Polynesian Cultural Center, yeah. museums, the North Shore, yeah. The North Shore yeah. yeah, to actually see the touristy part of Hawaii. Yeah. So, you know, we're going to go do all those things in in uh, in July. That's so great. We got a uh, hotel right on Waikiki Beach. You know, we we had booked it for this week, in fact, for spring break. Oh. We had booked it for spring break. And then in February, I started kind of looking at the landscape and we had booked it last year in like June or July when I thought, oh, by next April, this little <laughs> this little pandemic thing, so they're calling it, is going to be over. And then we started watching all of it happening and I went, why are we going in April when we could go in July? I'll bet by July it's going to be a different world. And uh, I think it will be. Yeah, I think, I think by right. July we're seeing restrictions restrictions lift and yeah. and also uh, I had not gotten the vaccine um, when we changed it. I was like, I know I'll have it by July. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So That's, we're that'll be a great trip. We're going in July. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So and then Fourth of July we will. So Fourth Fourth of July, my my in laws have. This place up right on right on the lake on Bear Lake, and what's cool about it is the boat launch. There there are two or three, I think at least two I know of, 
uh, boat launches in Bear Lake, and they are a nightmare. They're, (laughs) They're always packed, and there are long lines. But living right on the beach, you can actually launch your, uh, by the way, if you hear that in the background, my dogs are chasing each other or something. <laughs> um, but uh, you can launch right off the beach. The problem is you're going to get stuck in the, the kind of muddy sand. But uh-huh. my father-in-law has a 1940s tractor that's fully restored and with what? the big old tires. So he has his ski boat there. He has two old wave runners. I take my two wave runners. We have canoes, kayaks. We have four-wheelers. <laughs> and we just go spend the day on the beach. The kids are riding four-wheelers back and forth. They're riding the wave runners around. We take trips out on the boat. Everybody skis. We make food. It is, it's like the greatest week. We have so much fun. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, that's 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 a family tradition of ours for Fourth of July. I'll tell you something on a, a spiritual note. Uh, five, I guess it'll be six years ago this July. So that Fourth of July trip, I just never miss. It's it's the greatest. It's it's just this few days of just totally just relaxing. And uh, uh, six years ago this July. Uh, about two days before the trip, I went to my wife and I said, I, I don't think I should go. And she was like, what are you talking about? This is like your, you love this week. And I said, I, I don't know why. I have this strong feeling that I need to stay home. And we talked about it and decided she'd go and that I would stay home. And uh, so she went on the second and on the second I was home. I was like, why did I stay home? This feels so weird. And the morning of the third, I got up and was kind of doing my thing. And uh, there was a knock at the door, and I opened up the door, and it was my sister there to tell me my brother had passed the night before. Mm. And I had stayed home, and I had to go over and tell my parents that that their son Mm. had passed. But as hard as that was, imagine if I was up at Bear Lake. Yeah. What a gift it was that the Spirit was just, I mean, in no uncertain terms, stay home. Yeah. And uh, I was so grateful if they had, if I had gotten the call up there and then tried to get back and my family's there with, you know, anyway. Yeah. So that's also, that's become a special thing in July for us that we celebrate Todd's life, you know, that we can remember him and, and that's a cool thing. It sounds like a real bummer. (laughs) Like, well, (laughs) well, (laughs) let me tell you about my brother passing, (laughs) the things I love in summer. But it is, we do celebrate him at the beginning of July. I always get get to go up to his grave and kind of take some time to think about think about him so we've done uh for the past few fourth of july's katie and i got recruited one year um to come uh mc uh one of the booths at the at the provo parade fourth of july parade. oh that's right yeah and so and then it just kind of parlayed into year after year after year and it's a really fun we got to get up early and get down there but then our kids you know will come down and join us Right when the parade's starting, and we have this great seat for it, and I just love doing it with Katie. It's a lot of improv and a lot of trying to make each other laugh <laughs> and getting the crowd around us into it. And um, we've even made friends uh, in the crowd that's around us that have kind of stuck with. Like we we'll start following each other on social media, and like we had one of them that she had a baby this last year, and we dropped off ice cream, and uh, it's such a fun thing. And we really missed it this last year. You know, they didn't do it obviously yeah. during the pandemic, and so. 
I really missed it. I don't know. I'm anticipating they're not going to just because of the prep that would have to go into it to to do it this I year. I think about that and not. You knowing. don't think they'll do the Freedom Festival this year? I don't. I, it'll be. It won't look. I don't think it'll look like mm. it usually does. Just because at the time they should have started preparing, they probably didn't know what will it look like, how safe will it be. So I don't. I don't know that they will, but uh, it's a lot of fun. I love the Freedom Festival. You know, yeah. we used to live in Provo. And we were, we could walk over to the parade, which was oh yeah wonderful. Yeah. And so at at uh, both at our apartment, but then also over at our house, which you know we lived in twenty plus years ago. I remember. But it well. <laughs> people would come and park at our house, uh-huh. and we'd all walk over. Great memories. You know what I love is, uh, and and I don't know that we'll have it either. We have Linden Days. I don't know that every town in America does this, but every town in Utah sure, sure seems do. to do it. Is Linden the strawberry? No, Strawberry Days is American Fork. Okay. And then Lehigh has Steel. Day. Or no, sorry, Lehigh, I think, is... Which one? Is Pleasant one them, Grove one might be... One of them is Onions. Is, that, oh, is one of them is Onions? It pa- I think Payson is Onion Days. Payson might be <laughs> Onion. I think American Fork is Steel. Help us out if you know which ones. But uh, Linden is literally just called Linden Days. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and we have... Oh, I feel bad. And any of our Linden friends are going to hate me for saying this. We have the worst parade. <laughs> the, the parade. Leftover Easter candy. <laughs> I, I would say if you take a Valpac coupon, like one of those coupon mailers, and turn that into a parade, that's what our parade is. It's local businesses shamelessly promoting it. Oh, it's, nice. it'll be like it'll be like a truck and it'll say you know bob's furniture company and then like people standing on the back of the truck waving and throwing candy that's it that's the entire truck and then inevitably there's like a karate school and kids doing a karate demo and uh some local leaders but you know floats uh, yeah you're pretty liberal with yeah so i found out that anyone can anybody can do a float. So one year I'm, I'm going to do it at some point. I really want to put a recliner in the back of my truck and sit in it and then have somebody else drive. And I want to sign down the side of it that says guy in a recliner. (laughs) 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 I I just think, and just let people go. Yay. What? Wait, what guy? Why am I clapping? Like, look, if you, (laughs) if you can clap for, you know, Dave's roofing company, which is just a truck with Dave in the back waving. You can clap for guy in a recliner. So a couple of uh, couple of comments here. Mark, wow. Mark says he'll be traveling with Les Miserables this summer with the touring company going to New Zealand and doing the Middle Earth tour and then traveling to Vienna, Austria. My goodness, Mark's a talented guy. Uh, Leighton. Hello, Leighton. Leighton, our friend, is on. Fourth of July is my birthday. Love being able to have the fireworks go off. Yeah, we all celebrate you. And he says, I think Lehigh is steel days. Mm. And then I've got a very special message for you, Ken, from Eleanor Andracek. Andracek. Andracek, Bishop Craig. Eleanor, I love you. She just had a birthday. That's I got wonderful. to be her bishop years ago. Fantastic harpist. Happy birthday, Eleanor. Yeah, happy birthday, Eleanor. Yeah. I miss you. So here's a question for you, Ken. At what point during summertime are you tired of the heat? <laughs> <laughs> when are you like, 
That's enough. I'm done with summer. <laughs> you know, we lived in Las Vegas for 14 years. Oh, so summer ran It never from went away. Yeah, February I was tired of the heat the whole time. Um, so. <laughs> for 14 years. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, that was brutal heat. So I don't. I, I remember what. Do you remember that we came and visited you at your house in Las Vegas? We came and visited you once. We only <laughs> went to your house one time in Las Vegas. Yeah. But it was about 112 that <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah. 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 It was, yeah, it gets hot. It gets hot there. Um, you know, there's a time of year everywhere that people don't, you know, like here in Jan- January, unless you're a snow skier, you kind of stay inside. That's how summer is in Las Vegas, yeah. unless you're going to a pool. You kind of stay inside. Um, I don't know. I I I love uh, the the heat more than the cold. So I'm a bad person to ask, but I do think I do get excited when I start to feel the the fall coming on and this temperature starting to change. You know, I think probably end of August when it's like there's no more holiday. You know, Fourth of July is over. There's yeah, vacations have been taken by that point. You're waiting <laughs> for school to start, and you're just hot. I struggle. I struggle with August. I so for me, February and August are the trickiest months. February once we once we get through Valentine's, it's like really, it's still cold. (laughs) Are you kidding me? It is still cold outside. Why is it still cold? The holidays are over. Because like to me, I don't want to have Christmas without ice and snow and cold and see your breath and yeah, yeah. Christmas. It's yeah. it's joyful. And I don't want to have 4th of July without heat. I want it right, to be right. 110 for 4th of July. You're in the water. It's all wonderful. By August, it's like, what are we doing, folks? Why? why? <laughs> the dog days of summer. <laughs> why Why is it still so, so hot? August is, is tolerable for us because it's Abby's birthday, it's Katie's birthday, and it's our anniversary but that's all by so by mid August the parties are over and it's like yeah, yeah. can we can we get on to fall yeah. we're ready for we fall we do start talking about our halloween costumes about that time yeah. just to think cooler you know it's like yeah i want i want fall to come yeah uh, Leighton says, preach can preach down with the cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's over it. Yeah. <laughs> Marley Shumway says, I'm done with the heat about two weeks after it starts, and summer is long here in Albuquerque. Oh, I bet. Yeah. yeah it, it does get long. I, you know, it's funny. It's funny, too, because I get tired of it here. Uh, I will tell you, uh, I don't know how else to say it, being a barbecue pit master. <laughs> Not truly a pit master, like I'm not a master, but sure. I I cook a lot outside. I smoke meat quite a bit out there. When it's 102 outside, and I'm doing, you know, we compete in steaks. Yeah. So we did we did one of the competitions last year was in American Fork, and it was 102 degrees outside. And then our grills, we get up to between 550 and 600 degrees. <laughs> and we're standing right over it. You know, we're getting the sear and we're, we're flipping the steaks and switching them and yeah. everything. Yeah, it's miserable. Yeah. It's really hot. In fact, we have a competition in two weeks down in Vegas. And I was like, we'll do that one. Then we're done with Vegas for yeah, the year. Yeah, yeah. I'll it, tell you, Vegas, <laughs> maybe I've shared this before, but in Vegas, uh, when we lived there, I would play racquetball in the morning shower at the gym and then go to work and leave my bag in the car. Um, then, you know, when I head home from work, take the bag in. But I always knew that summer had officially started when my deodorant had been totally melted in my bag. (laughs) (laughs) 
So I would leave it in the car and I'd be, I'd get home and like, oh, that's, um, I guess it's summer. <laughs> I will not be leaving my bag in the car anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because it would just get so stinking hot. That but, is, yeah, everything's a gel at that point. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, Mark, thank you for coming through for the team. All right, are you ready for this? Yeah, hit me. Lehigh is Roundup Days, American Fork Steel Days, Pleasant Grove Strawberry Days, Orem Summerfest, Springville Art Days, Payson Onion Days, Spanish Fork Fiesta Days, and Salt Lake Days of 47 Pioneer Day. Whew. Wow, yeah. Mark. And then, and then Provo, I think, is just the Freedom, the Freedom Festival. Festival. Yeah, and yeah. to me, that's the biggest one. Like Freedom yeah. Festival. In fact, uh, this is something that Ken probably doesn't even know. We are friends because of the Freedom Festival. <laughs> that's yeah, what I, brought you to Provo. I know that you don't know yes, the Freedom <laughs> Festival. We heard about it, so we should move there just so we can be locals for it. No, um, so I had done improv in high school, and had done a little bit of stand-up when we were um, living in Southern California and kind of started. And then my wife uh, kept pushing me. We moved to Provo for her job, and she kept pushing me, hey, there's Johnny B's Comedy Club. And I was like, I don't know if I want to do stand-up. I'm more comfortable with improv, but where am I going to do improv? Like, you know, there was no internet. There was no way back then. And by the way, this was 90... Five? Uh-huh. Yeah, this was probably was 1995. Wow, Ken, we've been friends a long time. <laughs> uh, that is a long time ago. So anyway, I went to the Freedom Festival, and we were just walking around. And all of a sudden, I looked up at the, the board, and it said, uh, performing at 1 o'clock, the Garen's Comedy Troupe. I was there in that. Yeah, And you were there. Uh, Lisa was there. Yeah. Dallin. Lincoln. Lincoln. Joel. Yeah, Joel. Yeah. You guys were all there. And so... Um, I watched the whole thing and I went, wow, all these people, they're very wow, talented. these guys need me. Is that very, <laughs> <laughs> they will definitely accept me. <laughs> not going to make the troop any worse. Yeah. No, I remember thinking, wow, these guys are actually really good. And so I walked up to, I think it was Dallin afterwards, Dallin or Lincoln. <laughs> Probably. Um, <laughs> but I said, hey, you know, I want to be in this. And I was told to audition. Oh, that's good. I'm glad you did. <laughs> we went literally. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing, but we would not be sitting here without that experience. I'm laughing. Uh, I because... guess you got to give credit where credit's due. <laughs> yeah. I'm laughing because Ken and I were in the Garen's comedy troupe. We're digressing away from summer, but uh, I'm counting it. Ken and I were in the com- Garen's comedy troupe. And we had this instant bond. Ken and I became friends so fast. And part of it was only three of the Garens were married. Yeah. And I was barely. Like when I met you at that summer. Yes. At the... You had just Festival. gotten married. No, it, I was a few, still a few weeks away from it. Oh, okay. so yeah. When, when I joined the Garen's Comedy Troupe, yes, you had I was, just yep, barely gotten, just gotten married. married yeah. So you you were married. Lisa was married, and and I was married. Yeah, that was it. That was, that was it. of the whole group. Yeah. But yeah, I went up, and so I ended up auditioning. But there were there were. Well, I guess Katie was technically in the group and married. <laughs> okay, so yeah, there were three married couples represented in the group. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Being the you and Katie both, yes. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, yeah, for our audience, there were kind of 
especially toward the end, there were kind of two shows going on. <laughs> there was the public show, and there was the Ken and Sean show. We were doing a show long before sharing time, <laughs> because it got to the point in the Garens, and I'm embarrassed to admit this a little bit, my only goal in the Garens comedy troupe was making Ken laugh. And in fact, <laughs> there was an epic night. You left the Garens before I did. Yeah. You and Katie were out, but you came back to see a show. Yes. And I walked on stage and I said one of our inside jokes. Yes. And I looked right at you and smiled and walked off stage. <laughs> and it made no sense in the performance. There was no reason for me to do it. Just for you. Yeah, Ken. I remember it still. Yeah, Katie and I lost it. <laughs> and and then I, you could see people like applauding and looking around like, did I, was that a callback to something? I don't know. <laughs> and yeah, you just looked right at me. And was, Vanessa was there that night. <laughs> and after the performance, Vanessa was like, you are terrible. She's like, the rest of the Garens were standing there like, what was that? Yeah, how am I, what do I do with that? And I was like, I don't care. That, <laughs> that was for Ken and Katie. So <laughs> makes no difference to me what anybody else thought. So yeah, but I, so one thing we're doing this summer, Ken, fingers crossed that things come back. This is a, a goal that I have, that I've done a fair amount of work on getting ready for it, is to do a food stand at a farmer's market or oh. festival. Awesome. So we're going to see what festivals are coming up, what farmer's markets. We have done one. Uh, the BYU, BYU has one in their football stadium parking lot. Mm. It starts in August and then kind of goes through the fall or into the fall. And we've done them, and they're awesome. We did, uh, my daughter Roxana was doing artisan breads and stuff like that, and that's what we did at the booth. You, that's awesome. It's, they're so fun. You get to know the people around you, and yeah. you, you should totally do it, Sean. We want to do fresh barbecue. Oh, yeah. Uh, I have a concept that I'm not ready to announce yet, but I'll okay. have to tell you about it after. All right. But, uh, yeah, we've done a couple of tests on it. I've looked into getting a food handler's permit yeah. and figuring out kind of what we need to do. But we have the smokers and we have kind of the setup. You know, we have the tent yeah. and the oh, tables you're, you're and everything. Yeah. We're, uh, we're a couple of uh, pieces of equipment away from being ready for this thing. So that's my goal for this summer is to do at least one KCBS cook-off event, which is the big ones. Yeah. And uh, at least one or two farmer's markets. That's so. cool. Yeah, you should totally. I hope it'll be cool. All right. We somehow didn't lose our audience through all that. <laughs> uh, oh, Mark also says it is Swiss Days in Midway. Do you ever go to Swiss Days, Ken? I don't I don't think we have. We've gone up to Midway for uh was it Midway or Heber? It was a it was a it was a sheep herding. Like yes, the dogs yeah. do the sheep herding. That's the day after the the uh Swiss Days. Okay. Yeah. We've gone to that then. That is a great event. Yeah, it's very yeah, cool. Very yeah. cool. So we we had family who had a cabin up in Midway for a while, and so we've been up to uh, Swiss Days many times. And what is that? So it's worth really going? fun, worth going. Yeah, it celebrates Swiss heritage through a swap meet. It's basically <laughs> <laughs> kind of what it is. The Swiss um, are behind that. Huh? Yeah, it's uh, no. There are a lot of craft booths, you know, where they're selling true crafts, and then DoTerra. Like it's, oh. you know what I mean? It's like, it's yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. but 90% of it is, is really cool crafts and stuff. They have a stage and they have performances oh, and cool. it's a, it's a neat event. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Uh, Mark says he loves outdoor movies. 
My all-time favorite is Tom Hanks in The Burbs. <laughs> really, Mark? <laughs> wow. All right. That's that's kind of cool. Uh, Outdoor yeah. movie, like a like a drive-in? Or like, oh, I guess like at parks no, and they stuff. they do them at parks and stuff. Them, yeah. yeah, we've yeah. taken our kids to that. Yeah, we've done that's that That's kind of cool. We have a screen. We've talked about doing it in our own backyard. Oh, but yeah. just they've never gotten around to it. What else from the audience? What else do you guys love about summertime? What are you looking forward to? What are your favorite summertime foods, Ken? Um, anything on the grill. I mean, yeah, burgers, steaks. Yeah. Fantastic. Ice cream. Everything. Not on the grill, but <laughs> after. <laughs> Grilled ice cream. Um, yeah, I things, love, I love summer on fare. grill yeah. just taste better Yeah, in summer. We'll even do like kebabs, you know, I mean, anything on the yeah. grill. Yeah. As you know, I, you're a convert. <laughs> it's on the grill and you're all, you're all behind it. So yeah. I, I particularly love hot dogs. Oh yeah. In summer. The idea of a hot dog not in summer is revolting. <laughs> the idea of thinking about it, even in summertime, thinking about what it actually is. But and 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 I only want a hot dog once or twice during summer. Yeah. But when I want a hot dog and it's summertime, oh, is there anything better than yeah, like no, when you get that outside of your skin kind of crunchy on it and <laughs> yeah. soft bun and you have got to come. So the wedding reception, Garen and Caddy's wedding reception, they're doing a corn dog food truck, the world's greatest corn dog. What? And yeah, yeah. And How, and these uh, ice cream like the I, they met working together at this ice cream shop, Brooker's Founding Flavors. So the ice cream shop is going to be catering, and this food truck. You don't want to miss this, Sean. I do not want to miss this. <laughs> That's going to be summer at a wedding reception. All right. How early is the corn dog truck set up? Because as we have discussed, uh, yes. you know my program. Well, you know my son-in-law remembers you because you came before the reception started and said, Sean and Vanessa, you're going to want to remember us. And there was no one else there. And he's and he remembers that to this day. It's been almost two years. So. <laughs> I got to see him a couple of weeks ago yeah. in St. George. Yeah, that's right. And he was like, I remember you. You were the first people. You were there while we were setting up. Yeah. We had to go look for them. That's right. <laughs> and they were like, what are you doing here? <laughs> like, we haven't got even other started. Stuff to do. Yeah. Oh, a couple of great points here. Layton says, I love going to water parks. Yeah. Are you a water park fan? Growing up, we did. Yeah, and then raging guess, water, San Dimas. Yeah, and when we moved here, when we first moved back to Utah, Seven Peaks was kind of open. Like, but Sean, the whole world goes there now. Yeah. Like it is, and I guess it, now they've kind of they closed it down. They revamped it, so I don't know what it's got it is a new now. name. Yeah, I don't remember what it's called now. But yeah, I growing up, I loved going to water parks, and uh, so as soon as my kids were of age, I introduced them to it. Um, so we've yeah we've yeah. gone. I, a, I don't think I've been to a water park now. in 10 years. Yeah, there's that little bit of a creepy factor. You look at all the kids and you start going, I'm good. Yeah, no one's going to the, no one's yeah. getting out and going to the restroom. Yeah, yeah, um, that's a but tough one. I did, uh, yeah, but I, yeah. I'm a Are you a one. Lagoon family? Do you go We've to gone Lagoon? once. We've only gone once. I have lived in Utah for 22 years. I have never gone never to gone? Lagoon. I went no, I've lived here. A, Sorry, I've lived in Utah 26 years. Never been. It was a company um, trip. And so, like, the company party mm. paid for it. And so we've never gone. And then we went, and I was like, not not bad. I had a good time. It was, yeah, I've I know. I mean, it's there's it's, people are divided. Fantastic. Some people are like, this is no Disneyland. And other people are, love it because they've grown up going to it. And See, and I have a tendency to go to Disneyland six or seven times every summer. Well, so growing up in Southern California, I we hit yeah. all of them. We hit 
not just Raging Water, Sean. We did Disneyland. Yes. We did Six Flags, Magic Mountain, Knott's Berry Farm. Yeah. Everything we could. So, yeah. Yeah, I like... Uh, I still, you know, in fact, it's weird. Um, you know, I have now been a year and three months without Disneyland, which is the longest in my adult life <laughs> ever going without. But normally I, I take my kids during summertime four or five times. Oh, yeah. So, uh, another... A great call out. Marley says camping, hot dogs on an open fire, s'mores and watermelon. Leighton also says he loves watermelon. Uh, Are you a camping family, Ken? We should. We always say that we want to, but the amount of gear and stuff for the size of our family. But I'll tell you, we went last year, we did a, a, um, because there wasn't a lot of other things we could go do. And we did a week uh, at the beach in Carlsbad, Mm. camping at the beach. And we're going again. Uh, We loved it. I I love Carlsbad. I love Carlsbad. And I know where that beach campground is. If you were at the state beach. Yeah. I know exactly where that is. We were right by the stairs that went. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, We, um, you know, my office is not close to Carlsbad, but it's not that far. You know, Poway, North San Diego. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so so we've had this conflict in our marriage for more than 20 years. <laughs> My wife is happiest hiking 8, 10, 12 miles uh-huh. with a little thin pad and a little roll-up sleeping bag that you weigh in ounces and stuff, and a little. She jet. didn't tell you this before you were married. Uh, no, but <laughs> she did. But it was like, oh, it's adorable. <laughs> She'll grow out of it, you know. So that's her comfort. Yeah, she likes hiking, real tent, you know, whatever the true outdoors. Not not getting a camping spot. Um, I hate it. I hate everything about it. I don't like to be dirty. I don't like to be uncomfortable. I I like hotels. Um, I I don't like. Yeah, I don't stay at other people's houses. I think I've told you that before. I like my own private space. So so to kind of put up with each other, we go camping once or twice a year. We did with the kids. Uh-huh. We have this nice, big, beautiful, you know, twelve person tent or whatever. We have all the gear. All the sleeping bags, the pads. I sleep in the car every night. And I'm miserable even then. I hate it. That to me is roughing it. So this last year with COVID, we bought a trailer. We bought a camp trailer. Uh And Ken, camping is now my favorite thing in the world. (laughs) I love it because I take one of my portable grills I grill up some steaks. It's beautiful outside. Yeah. We find these campsites that are near rivers and near lakes, and we go explore, and we get out, and it's beautiful. Then I get inside a camper. I turn on the air conditioning or the heat, whatever it calls for. Yeah. I can lock the door. I can plug in my CPAP. <laughs> I've got power. I've got this You've big, comfortable bed. You've combined two worlds, yeah. Yeah. And so it's like not as comfortable as I'd like it to be. And it's not quite as outdoors as Vanessa would like it to be. Right. We're very happy. We're yeah. very happy. Yeah. yeah. We love we love this camper. So I growing up we did. My dad I grew up, you know, again in Southern California. My dad would take us. This started when I was nine. My brother was seven. And he would take us, we'd go hike up like Vanessa, like ten, twelve miles into the uh, Sierras. Mm. And uh and sleep in the tent and do the fishing and, and do all that. So I have very warm memories of of that because it was something i did with my dad and as we got older more kids would come and we would 
we would go do that. And much like with the ski boat, when I when I started my own family, it was kind of like, where is our money going to go? And it just that just, the camping wasn't one of the areas that it that it went to. Yeah, I, and uh, and so it hasn't been something. I still will enjoy it. You know, when I was uh, serving like in Young Men's, and I'd go camping with the uh, with the youth, and we did like a fifty miler up in the Uintas. Wow. And I had a great time. But it's, yeah, I guess I'm not passionate enough about it to <laughs> to plunk money down and schedule it. But I do love it when I go. So I'll yeah. say that. Yeah, we, uh, I was showing. <laughs> Marley said we call that glamping. Yeah. <laughs> Mar- Marley referred to what I do as glamping. I will own that, Marley. I'm, I'm okay with that. We, I was telling Ken before we started, you know, we bought, we were going to get a teardrop trailer. And the teardrop is kind of the back full. It's tiny, and the back folds up, and and you open it oh, up, okay. and it's got the stove and stuff outside, and then literally just a bed inside. That's it. It's it can be pulled by a car or whatever. And I was like, you know, we have a truck, <laughs> and you know, I'm a large man. We're not getting a teardrop, <laughs> so we bought the smallest full size camper they sell. It's 15 feet long. It's single axle. It's just barely, it's like just the right size. Yeah. It's, got a, it's got a bathroom, a shower, uh, a little oh, nice. kitchen area, and a bed. And yeah. that's it. And But air conditioning, heating, it's got water running, you know, running water and everything. So I was telling Ken that the joke is it's so little. And when we go park, all of these camping places, these campgrounds we go filled with 30 foot 35 foot 40 foot trailers whatever massive we have our tiny tiny little trailer <laughs> there and so uh the joke is we we call it elton and then people ask why is it called elton because hold me closer tiny camper <laughs> and so i finally got a license plate frame that actually says hold me closer tidy camper and i love it a couple now of when other Vanessa rolls her eyes i want you to say i want you to say Oh, blue jean baby. <laughs> <laughs> Vanessa, camping is like like a candle in the wind. <laughs> you, you never know. <laughs> you get after me all the time about this. Look, Saturday night's all right for fighting. <laughs> and then when she stops speaking to me, it's Vanessa. I want love. <laughs> Just a different kind. Oh, a few comments. Layton has offered to take me to Lagoon. Thank you, Layton. Hey, I would nice. love to go. Let's try that. Mark Buchanan says, I always love going to Jackson Hole, Wyoming. One year I saw Hugh Jackman play Curly in Oklahoma at the Pink Greater Theater. It was the best. Holy cow. Jackman at Jackson? Jackman, Jackson, Curly, Oklahoma. Wow. So you saw an Aussie. In Oklahoma, in Wyoming, as a Utah. <laughs> That's the most international thing. Layton says, uh, my family and I go to Jackson Hole to see the Bar J Wranglers. Sad to hear that this season will be their last. Yeah. I've yeah. never been to Jackson Hole. You know, Vanessa's been. I've never been to Jackson Hole either, but I hear it's just wonderful. Yeah, I would love to go. I've never, you know, I've never done the Yellowstone thing at all. Oh, we did it. <laughs> 14 years ago now. But yeah, we did that. Uh, I heard Yellowstone's great. It's beautiful, yeah. Do you, are you guys a Zions family? Do you ever do Zions or We've Bryce? We've done Zions a few times. Um, we usually will do the, uh, it's a part of the Narrows. We do the water hike. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've done Angel's Landing with my boys, which, uh, <laughs> have you done Angel's Landing? Sure. I've done the lower part of Angel's uh, yeah, Landing. Yeah. yeah, that upper part looks mighty treacherous. It's unnerving a little, yeah. 
That's yeah, somebody weird. just recently passed away. Fell, they falling usually off. do. Yeah, there's a high. They usually do. <laughs> usually, most people who do most it. people die. <laughs> most Beautiful people. hike though. Worth worth the risk. No, it's uh, it's a little unnerving. You get out. Yeah, you get out there, and there's just kind of yeah. a plateau, and it's like a, you know thousand foot drop all around. And we had we had a house. My knees buckled just thinking about it. <laughs> we had a house down in St. George for about five or six years. Just a vacation place down there. And you kind of run out of things to do. So we yeah. started going to Zion's a lot. And you know what's funny is St. George is another place that I don't care how hot it is in St. George. Like when it's 110, doesn't bother me. Uh-huh. When it gets over 90 here, I get cranky. <laughs> like St. George is supposed to be hot. Yeah. It's not it's supposed to be that hot. Yeah. And it's my day-to-day here. When I'm in St. George, I'm on vacation. Yeah. I'm okay with it. I can deal with it. Well, anything else from uh, from the sharing squad? We're We're... Probably about at that time. Anything else from you, Ken? Any other thoughts on summer? I'm excited to, uh, again, because it feels like we missed last summer a lot of it. Yeah. So I'm excited to, uh, we're doing a family reunion, a wedding, nice. and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, really looking forward to it. All right. I have one request from summer. One request from this summer. Ken, please make sure that the corn dog is running early. <laughs> do not let them set up a half hour in. I'm on it. No, yeah, no. That will, I need that, that corn dog do. truck to be ready at five till because, as we've discussed so many times, my wife and I—it's the way we do wedding receptions. Yeah, five minutes before it starts, the repairs are here. One minute after it starts, the repairs are gone. That's right. That's how and we you've do made things. it memorable. Right? And we come in, love you guys. <laughs> Love corn dogs, we're out. So it's going to be a. I'm on it. It's going to be a, a special one. Well, we want to thank you all for joining us tonight. Especially thanks to the sharing squad. Uh, we love it. Oh, Marley says that she loves my socks. <laughs> thank you, Marley. Ken's got the the better socks, I think. Mine are a little bit bold, a little bit funky. Oh, let me stop. There you go. Yeah, Ken and I both have. Uh, Puff, aren't, aren't, aren't we hip? <laughs> We're so cool. <laughs> this is this is me and Ken trying to hold on to any vestige of being young whatsoever. <laughs> we are the coolest But uh, we love you, Sharing Squad. You guys are the best. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're listening to us on the podcast, we invite you to follow us on social media so you'll know when we go live. We love reading your comments. It's a lot of fun. If you enjoy the show and want to share this uplifting content with people that you know, we would just love it if you just tell someone, tell a neighbor, a brother, a sister, a friend about the Sharing Time podcast and how much you enjoy it. And you may have to show them how to use their podcast app. <laughs> there are a lot of people who don't understand that. And what helps us the most, please, if you could leave us a five-star review, we would appreciate it. Leighton says that uh, that we have swag. Nice. See, that would go into a five-star review. You could put it in a five-star <laughs> review and just say, Sean and Ken have swag. We'll take that. But if you could give us a five-star review, we don't need it for our egos. Maybe we do. But we don't need it for our egos. What we really need it for is uh, that it helps people to find the show. So when people are looking for Latter-day Saint content, and unfortunately, there are a lot of podcasts with that use the word Latter-day Saint in their description that are specifically designed to tear down the church. We are here to build up the church and specifically talking about our, our beautiful Latter-day Saint culture and you, our friends and our people. So we love you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time for the sharing, for the, uh, wow, 
That didn't come out right. Until next time for the Sharing Time Podcast, I'm Sean Rapier. I'm Ken Craig. We'll see you guys. Bye.